and welcome everyone to Relive the Magic. I'm your host, Dallas Thompson, and today is December 16th. Today is an exciting day because today is the uh, the North American premiere of the long-awaited Spider-Man No Way Home in theaters, uh, and I'm going to see that in just a little bit. Uh, but while I try to pass the time while I wait, I figured I would do a podcast episode because it's been a little bit and I have a lot that I wanted to talk about. So uh, before we dive right in, I just want to um, remind you all that uh, depending where you're listening to this, you might already be here, but we have uh, our YouTube channel is really our main place. We upload videos, reviews, vlogs, uh, random things uh, from here to there. Uh, and then also you can find our podcasts on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and uh, any really anywhere that you would want to listen to a podcast at, you can find us there. And then also, um, I just want to let you guys know, coming in the new year, there will be the show will be finally, I think, in the format that I want it to be in, uh, and I'll share more details on that soon. But without further ado, I have a good list of things to talk about today. Uh, so first of all, as I said, Spider-Man No Way Home comes out tonight. Uh, I'm going at 6.40 p.m. Uh, my time, which is at the time of recording this, it's about two and a half hours from now. Uh, so this will not be a super long episode. Um, but I am extremely excited as I have loved every single one of these. Uh, well, really every Spider-Man film except uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is, is just okay. Um, but I've loved the MCU Spider-Man iteration and I just love uh, Tom Holland as Spider-Man. And I'm very excited, especially with all the hype that has been around it. And so I can't wait to go see that tonight. I'm going to see it actually three times tonight, 640, 9.50, I believe, and then at 1.30 a.m. So we'll see. Uh, well, hopefully I like it uh, because if not, that'd be very unfortunate. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to like it, um, if not love it. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited for that. Uh, and I'll, of course, talk all about my thoughts on it here uh, on the next episode of the podcast, um, as well as uh, Hawkeye episode one through six. I'll talk about on the next podcast as well. Um, I haven't yet talked about any of the episodes and I want to see how it ends before I give my full review and thoughts. And so if you haven't been watching along, I do recommend watching that show. It is very good. Um, it's actually, I think in my top two of the Disney plus shows so far, again, that's those two are topics for next time, which should be probably a little less than a week from now, probably um, Wednesday, the 22nd, I would have to guess. Um, anyway, uh, it's Christmas time. Uh, Christmas is a little over a week away. There's a lot in the world of theme parks that goes on with Christmas and the holidays. And I have experienced a good amount of it here in Florida. Um, I went to back way back, like a month ago, I went to the Disney's very merriest after hours party at the magic kingdom. I did not expect to go to it. Actually, I just, I just decided to at the last second and I actually did not regret that. Um, I'll talk about that in a second. I did the holiday tour at Universal Orlando, which I think is of the things I'm talking about is the best uh, value, the best option, especially if you're looking for something uh, to do that is holidays and Christmas with your family for the season and it won't break the bank. Um, and then I went to the Gaylord Palms to check out what they have going on over there for uh, Christmas this year. Um, in the past, it's been their ice um, exhibit. This year, it is something completely different. And all of that stuff um, is on our YouTube channel. We've uploaded stuff from from each of those events. And I think there's more to come from 
the holiday tour specifically as we get closer to Christmas. Um, but I want to start by talking about Disney's After Hours event. And I'm going to do it pretty briefly because it's not exactly new. Um, it's it's kind of packaged as something new, but it's it's the Christmas party we all know and, and love, kind of, but less. It's more expensive, but it's less um, it's less entertainment specifically on the Christmas side of things. So a, you get into the park with your ticket at seven o'clock and it starts at nine o'clock PM, which in the past at Christmas parties and Halloween parties, um, you would get in at, um, at 7 PM with your, with your, uh, party ticket. No, my bad. And you'd get in at 4 PM and the party would start at 7 PM. So it's, it's kind of, just just in time, as far as time goes, you have a significant less amount of time in the park and in the actual event, but it's it's about double the price, if not more, uh, to go to this new after-hours event. Now, the trade-off is that there is a significant amount less amount of people um, at the after-hours party than, than ever when I've been to any of the actual uh, Christmas parties or Halloween parties. Uh, I don't know if it's been like that every night because I went the second night, which was like a Tuesday and the beginning of November. Um, however, it was the cheapest night. So I would imagine that would be when a lot of people go check it out. Uh, so if it's anything like the crowds were that night, I can understand that being a reason to raise the price because the capacity is much more limited. Um, however, it really just depends what you want to do at this event, if it's worth it or not. Um, so it's four hours and four hours is not a lot of time to be honest. Um, especially in a theme park. Now here's the, here's the thing. It, it is a lot of time if you're going to do one thing or the other. So either watch the entertainment, the shows, the parade, the fireworks, all that stuff, or ride the rides. You can't do both. That used to be a thing you could do at the parties at the Halloween party, Christmas party. You could do both because you had enough time. I found myself I did a little tiny bit of both only because I got to the park at like 1 p.m. or 2 p.m. with my annual pass. Um, the shows are, I mean, that's the reason you go to the Christmas party, at least most people. Now, I'm, I'm the rare kind of person that goes uh, to the Christmas party or used to go to the Christmas party mainly for the short wait times, which is a very uh, smart thing to do if you have limited time in Orlando and you're willing to spend more than the price of a one-day ticket for four hours. But... It's really up to you. Um, I will say I did Space Mountain and they didn't make me get out of line. They just let me go back again. And so that that's that's the kind of crowds you're dealing with for rides. Um, and for the shows, the parties used to be an absolute nightmare on Main Street. Like you'd have to wait out an hour early for the fireworks and then you'd have to stay for the parade and there'd be people everywhere. And actually during the fireworks, the Christmas fireworks, um, there was plenty of space around me just to like everyone was kind of spread out. It was great. And so that showed me how different the capacity was um, at this party. Um, and so that was a plus. Uh, what you had at this party, you had the cookies, you had the hot chocolate, and then every after-hours event that Disney does now includes popcorn, ice cream, uh, and bottled drinks. And so the, all of those were included as well as the cookies and all of that stuff. And then you had a stage show, a new stage show, Mickey's, I believe Mickey's Most Merriest Memories was the name of it. Uh, you had the fireworks show, Minnie's, Minnie's fireworks show. I don't have it in front of me. Uh, and then you had the once upon a Christmas time parade, which was heavily, um, 
reduced. Like the content in it is much less than normal. Um, and that was kind of upsetting, but to be honest, I, I really didn't care because it was really great to see a parade again in the magic kingdom. It was really great to see that parade because it's been a long time for me since I've seen that one. And that one's a classic. It brings back a lot of memories. So, um, ultimately that event comes down to what are you willing to pay for that, for a limited offering of Mickey's Christmas party. If you've been to Mickey's Christmas party recently, like in the last five or six years, I don't know if that's worth it. Um, unless you really, really want to be there with no crowds, just know you don't have much time and you don't have time to do both. You don't have time to do everything. Um, and so if you can deal with that, then maybe it's worth it. And it's also, it's also worth mentioning. It was just me that went, I didn't have to pay for four people. I just had to pay for me. And so that's a huge difference, um, when it comes to pricing and seeing if it's worth it for the night. Um, overall, I would like to see them return to the normal, very Merry Christmas party, but I don't know if they will because, uh, this event sold out many times. Um, and pretty much the entire season was sold out in advance almost. Uh, so, so with that, uh, do I recommend it? Again, it just depends on what you're looking for. Would I do it again for the price I paid? Yeah, I would. I would do it again. Um, but will I make it an annual tradition? No, I don't think I will. Um, and that that's unfortunate because I always made the Very Merry Christmas Party, the Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. I made those traditions every year. I loved going to those. And that's, you know, I just think part of the current problem with Walt Disney World and Disney parks as a whole uh, is giving less for more money. And this is a good example of that. However, I can see where it'd be worth it, unlike some of the other things. And so um, speaking of an upcharge event, another upcharge event that I went to was Universal's holiday tour, um, which really the difference here is that at Disney, this is the the after hours parties like the Christmas thing at that park. So if you don't go to that, you're not going to have a Christmas show. You're not going to have Christmas, whatever. I mean, you're going to see the decorations on Main Street, but that's about it. Unless it's the week of Christmas, I believe they will show those shows during the day, which makes it even weirder that they charge so much for it. But anyway, um, at Universal, all of the stuff on this holiday tour, except for meeting Santa Claus, you can do on a normal day for free, included with park admission. The holiday tour is just an added convenience uh, and something something to enhance your experience and have um, more, more time to do the holiday stuff, especially on days when Universal closes earlier. Um, and so the holiday tour starts around 5 p.m. whenever you do it. Uh, I would check for your dates. I believe it is always 5 p.m., um, but you should definitely find out. You're supposed to check in before 5 p.m., um, and then it runs all the way until they say 10. It was more like 11, 11 o'clock. Um, it's, it's a long time. And some nights these parks close at five or six. Uh, so that means you're there way after park closing. And that's also, this is also a way to really not lose any park time, uh, to do all the holiday stuff, which for people that are again, there on a limited amount of time. Uh, that's also, it's also a great thing. Um, and so, I'm just going to run through what the tour included, what my experience was, and whether or not I recommend it. The tour, for me, I believe was $70. Um, Pass holders get $10 off. 
and it runs up to, I believe, $89. So it's really not that bad um, pricing-wise, especially compared to something like Disney's After Hours event or some of the other ones, uh, some of the other things locally. Um, you start by checking in. I checked in, I believe, at 4.30, 4.45-ish. Um, basically, they did not, so they, to me, they didn't send out a confirmation email um, after I bought the tickets. I mean, they said, here's your receipt, and then they didn't send out, like, uh, with most of the tours, they send an email like, oh, we're so excited you're coming on the tour. Here's where you should go. Here's when you should be there. Here's blah, blah, blah. Um, if I hadn't been following the websites I had been following, I wouldn't have known where to go. And I believe that they do send that email out. I just think that for whatever reason, I did not get it. Um, and so that's something that if you're going on the tour, you should definitely call if you don't get the email at least by 24 hours in advance um, because it's important to make sure that everything's good to go. Uh, but you'll check in at the Music Plaza area uh, right in front of that stage when you walk into the park. If you go down straight a little bit and then turn left, there's the whole area in front of the stage, which is right next to Rip Ride Rocket. Um, that's where you'll check in. There's going to be big signs for check-in, uh, and then there's going to be a bunch of a tour guides standing there. And that is where you're going to hang out for the first, actually for a while, um, um, while you wait for Macy's Parade to come by. Um, which is the first thing you're going to want. Not Macy's Parade, sorry. That's what it used to be called. It's the Universal Holiday Parade featuring Macy's is what it is. Um, it's a very long parade. I'll get to that in a second. But um, you you basically check in, you meet your tour guide, and then they kind of like say, see you later, and then you just stand there for a while. And I feel like I feel like a big part of the, of the thing, of the tour, is that you get reserved seating to the parade. So with the parade starting at 5.30, um, I really think check-in should start at 5. I don't think you should be advised to get there at 4.30 because then you're basically just standing there for an hour like you do on a normal day. But that aside, we had a guaranteed spot. I had a great spot for it. The parade, I haven't seen it since they changed it to the Universal Holiday Parade. I've seen it a few years ago, and it was just the Macy's Parade at Universal. And I liked the parade. It's just the nature of this parade lends it to be a very long parade, a very slow-moving one. It was like 30 minutes, which is great. I like long parades. However, it was very slow moving. Like you'd be looking at the same balloon for a few minutes. And when I was videoing it actually for the channel, I uploaded the video. I didn't plan to because I, I felt like, I don't know. I felt like it was a lot of staring at the same thing. And I didn't even know where to point my camera at. Like once the b- balloons were right above me, like what do I look at, you know? Um, and so the parade itself, um, it's good. Uh, and if you're part of the tour, you're going to watch it. But all I'm sa- all I was saying that for is that if you're on a normal day and you are debating whether or not you want to spend that 30 minutes to an hour to, s- to sit there and wait for a spot, then 30 minutes to watch the parade, I don't know if I would say you should. Uh, if it's something you really want to see, then yes. But if it's something you don't really care about, then I don't really know if you should sacrifice valuable park time for that, especially because the rides will have lesser weights during the parade. Um, so just think about it, plan it. Uh, the parade's at 5.30, I believe, every night. So uh, so just keep that in mind. And by the way, all this stuff runs through January 2nd, I believe. Um, and so there's still a little time to check all of this out. And I don't know if the tour runs through then, but I believe it does. Um, and so the parade goes, and then I realized, I was like, I don't remember like what my tour guide looked like. Um, that might be a bad thing, but I found him pretty easily because he told me where to meet him. Um, and so I believe, I'm sure if I hadn't found him, it would have been not too difficult to figure out where to find him. But that makes sense. 
But uh, found him. Then we were on our way, and we went to watch the Grinch, uh, Grinchmas. We exited through the little bypass area next to Minion Mayhem uh, because this year Grinchmas is in the Blue Man Group Theater. And it is, again, it's worth mentioning. Um, we did have to wait for a bit to get into Grinch. And that's just because it's a show. Um, but we stood outside and it started to rain and we were standing there for a bit. Um, but it was great. I mean, we had really good seats. Like the reserve seating, I liked it a lot. That video is up on the channel. I thought I had a great seat for it. Uh, I always love watching Grinchmas at the park. And so that was about half an hour as well. If you had to choose between seeing the parade and watching Grinchmas, I would definitely choose Grinchmas uh, any day. Um, that's just my personal opinion. I'm sure some people would disagree, but for me, that's how I feel. And that's probably what I'll do if I go. I'm planning to go this upcoming week. Um, I'll probably check out Grinchmas for sure. Undecided about the parade. The Grinch was great. Um, and then after that, we went backstage for a few, which was cool. Uh, that's something I didn't realize was part of this tour because they didn't put that in like the advertisements for it. Um, and so it was cool to see some behind the scenes stuff specifically to do with like the sound stages and the offices and stuff. We went backstage by this point, the park had closed, uh, universal studios, Florida had closed and islands of adventure was about to close, I believe. Um, and we went upstairs, uh, up these back stairs, uh, to meet Santa, uh, up on the second level of race New York starring Jimmy Fallon. We went in the NBC uh, executive suite, which was really cool. Uh, that's where Santa was meeting, actually. That's where they like have their meetings and, and such, I believe. Um, we got to see that VIP like balcony area. Got some really cool pictures there. Um, and that, that whole thing was really cool. Uh, meeting Santa was interesting. Um, it's, it's just always interesting, like seeing adults without children meeting Santa. Um, like, it, it, I don't know. It felt kind of awkward for me, but it was cool. They gave us a free printout of our picture with Santa, which is nice to have. Uh, as a little souvenir. And then they also gave you um, the ornament. Oh, that's another thing. The holiday tree hunt is a thing at Universal Orlando where they you buy it for about $10, I think. You can buy the map or brochure. Then you collect little stamps and you're supposed to redeem it for an ornament. Uh, you can get the ornament without doing the actual thing. You, you can just pay for the ornament, basically. But they give us the map and then they give us the ornament there. Uh, and so I have the map. I haven't used it yet. Maybe I'll use it soon next week or something. Uh, but they gave us that as part of the tour, so that was cool. Um, and then they gave us that ornament there, and those were the gifts they gave us. And so then uh, we got to go out, and uh, we were supposed to look at the New York area of the park with no one in it and the Christmas decorations, but we ran out of time, I guess. Um, and then we walked backstage for a bit, so I was a little confused on that, but it was fine. Um, we went backstage, and we waited uh, for the next part of the tour, which was the Grinchmas... Uh, who and A, which I honestly was like, do we really have to go to this? This sounds kind of like, kind of kind of dumb. Um, and I just, I just wasn't looking forward to that. So I went ahead and um, didn't plan to film any of it uh, for the site because I didn't think I didn't think it'd be worth it. And then I sit there and I'm like, this is the best part of the night. This is this part was awesome. Like. It's this little, imp I don't know how much of it really is improv, um, but they take questions from, from everyone in the tour group that wants to submit one. And then the who's from the show, about four of them, and then the mayor as like the host. Uh, they, they answer the questions. And it was just, it was hysterical. It was, it was great. Uh, I recorded some clips. I put a clip up on our, on our YouTube, and I believe I have another one that might go up later on. Um, but it was great. I loved it. And 
that's always fun when like something that you're expecting not to be great is the highlight of the night. And I would, I would do that again. That is also exclusive to the holiday tour. I didn't mention that earlier. Uh, and so that alone is a reason I would go back to it. It was great. Um, and yeah, that, that, that part was fun. And the, the families and the kids really seemed to be into it as well. Um, and yeah, and then after that, uh, we kept with the Grinch theme and went over to Circus McGurkis and ate cookies and waited to meet the Grinch. And that took a while as well. So, you know, I, I don't have much to say about that. The cookies, they were good. They were good. And then we met the Grinch, which is always a fantastic time. Um, and he's actually been going viral on TikTok this year, the Grinch from Universal Orlando. Um, and, and one thing I want to say is in this tour, there was a lot of sitting around or standing around and waiting, which considering the tour is a lot of stuff that you get to do during the day for free. I think I thought at least the benefit was you wouldn't have to do all the sitting around and waiting, standing around and waiting, but it's fun. It was, it's not, it's just something I wanted to point out. Uh, don't expect not to do that. Uh, I love this holiday tour. I would do it again this season if I had the chance. Um, I just wanted to mention that. So then, uh, the last thing we did was we went into Hogsmeade and we, the park had been closed for a while now, like a couple hours probably. Um, and we got to see Hogsmeade empty except for us. Uh, people got to use their wands, uh, the interactive wands, uh, wander, wander a couple of the shops, buy butter, beer, stuff like that, uh, for about 30 minutes. And then they showed us an exclusive showing of the magic of Christmas at Hogwarts castle, which I have never seen before. And honestly, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, it's it's pretty. Um, it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's like the other one that they normally play, in my opinion. It's like, it feels like it's missing something. And it doesn't have anything to do with there not being many fireworks. It, it just feels like it's missing something. And it's, re- it's really pretty, though. Like, I understand the appeal to it. It was awesome to have an empty Hogsmeade to watch it because I've been there during the summer when they brought back the uh, regular show they play on that castle and it's a nightmare in there during normal times. So it was cool. It was cool to have a pretty empty, uh, pretty empty area for it. Um, I also forgot to mention, we, we could take pictures around Seuss landing when it was empty and that place is really cute at night during Christmas as well. Um, and so all that said, you know, parade, Grinch backstage, Santa, the who and a, the cookies, the Grinch hogs me, the light show. There's a lot going on. Um, and one thing I, I kept hearing kids ask is, when do we get to go on the rides again? Uh, you don't in this tour, which I think is pretty fair um, because that's not what it is. And that's they never said you were going to ride the rides. It's not the VIP tour. It's the holiday tour, which I th- see a lot of people getting confused. So I just wanted to share that piece of information. Is it worth it? Is it worth the money? Yes. It's, it's not very expensive. I can see for a group of four or more, it is expensive, but... I think it is very worth it. It makes it's it's definitely stress free. Uh, you do have to wait, but it's stress free because you know you're seeing the parade. You know you're seeing the Grinchmas show. You know you're gonna do this and that. Meet Santa, see the light show. Um, you do have to wait, but it's without the crowds and without the stress uh, that sometimes can be there uh, with not knowing if you'll get a good spot, not knowing if you'll get into the show at Grinchmas, especially. At this time of the year, towards very close to Christmas, it's very difficult to get into those shows. Um, and yeah, so I would say it's worth it. Um, my tour guide's name was Duncan, and uh, I shouted him out on my Twitter because he was awesome. Uh, he talked, made a lot of time to talk to everyone in our group. Uh, he's very knowledgeable the, about the park, and I just enjoyed talking to him and having him as a tour guide. 
so if you have a chance to request him, uh, definitely request Duncan for the holiday tour. He also does uh, regular VIP tours and RAP tours uh, around Halloween, um, Halloween Horror Nights. So, yeah, the holiday tour, highly recommend it. Um, just know there's a lot of standing around and waiting uh, involved. And something that is does cost money, it's not at a theme park, but it is close by. Uh, it's right across the street from Walt Disney World, Gaylord Palms. Um, a few weeks ago, I got invited out to check out their new Christmas offerings. It wasn't all of them, so I haven't seen everything that they're doing. I haven't seen like the full uh, new Cirque show they have. I did see a preview, and it was pretty cool. And I'll talk about that in a second. Um, I'd love to go see it fully functioning, but I was there the day before, I believe, the day before it started in the morning. So they were still... There's still a lot going on. They were still actually building some of the stuff um, inside, like the set pieces. But the main reason we were there was to see the new marquee offering, if you will. Um, They've been very well known in the past for ice uh, featuring whatever, you know, whatever the theme was for that year. I've been probably three or four times in the past. I've seen Frosty there um, and I've seen, that's actually all I remember really. That that one was really cool, Um, but I've seen a few of them. And um, I was a little disappointed to hear there wasn't going to be ice this year, but it's understandable. I believe it's because the ice carvers can't be in America right now because of COVID, which would make sense. I will say, I hope they bring that back. Not to say I don't, I didn't like the this year's thing, which is, by the way, Mission Save Christmas featuring Elf. It's, it's, um, I, I love, I like it. I don't know if I love it is the difference. Um, the, they recreate sets from the film, like iconic locations, and it's really cute and really fun. I can see having a fun time with your family there. I mean, it it's not like ice, really. It's not like something that I think the whole family can necessarily have the, the time of their lives at. Like, it's not, it's not the same thing. Uh, there's interactive games in it, and that's what I think... I don't know. It, to me, I walked through it. Now that I've sat with it for a while, I walked through it and I was like, oh, that's really cool to see those iconic things from the Elf films. And that was great. The only thing that I have a problem with is I th- I don't think it's worth the ticket price, just to be honest with you. Um, I do think that it it's a, it's great. Um, the the set recreations, it, I should say, are great. I didn't think the games the games were great. Um, but I'm sure that I'm sure kids will love that. Uh, it seems like it's been somewhat popular this season, but it's definitely not on the same level as ice is what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say it's bad. And I'm not trying to say it's great because it's neither of those things, um, but it's good. Um, and I think people will like it because of the source material being elf and getting to step into places like the candy cane forest, Santa's workshop um, and stuff like that. Um, gimbals. Uh, that was my favorite part. I think was the gimbal store uh, recreation. And so anyway, um, they also had a new Cirque show this year. Cirque, uh, I believe, I don't remember what it's called. Um, I'm going to look while I talk about it. We saw a preview of the show before it ever premiered. Um, and we saw it during the day, which I thought was strange because it's always performed at night uh, in the lighting that they have for it. Uh, it's also it's called Cirque, the Spirit of Christmas, by the way. It's, it's an original brand new show for Gaylord Palms. Uh, I thought it was weird seeing it in the day, so I don't really have a way to gauge what it looks like at night. Um, 
I don't know what they're doing with the lighting and special effects at night. Um, but it, it's, it seemed like it'd be worth watching. Um, I, I just know from past shows there that that place is beautiful lit up at night. And so I can go ahead and tell you just from past experience, it's absolutely worth it. The show is free. Uh, you just have to get there early to get a seat. Um, and it's also worth mentioning that even if you go to experience the free stuff at Gaylord Palms, you do have to pay $25, $26, $27, somewhere around there for parking. Um, and so that's 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 a lot of money for parking. Uh, just so you know, just don't get there and think parking is free. Um, I think it's reasonable. Uh, it's just important to know that. And so overall, um, that Gaylord Palms also has like snow slides and I believe you can throw snowballs. It has a new a new bar, stuff like that. Um, it has it has a very wide selection of Christmas things. Apparently, there's an escape room there now. Um, I didn't even know that. So there's a lot to do. I'd recommend checking out Gaylord Palms. Uh, it's the one in Kissimmee. Uh, is that one? Uh, check that one out on Google. Uh, you can just Google it, find out what they're what all they're doing, and if any of it interests you. Um, I recommend if you're a fan of Elf, you can check it out. Uh, check out Mission Save Christmas, but don't expect the level of ice. And I really hope to see ice again next year uh, because it is it is really good. Um, and it's it's been a it's been something I've missed the last couple of years. Um, and so anyway, those are the Christmas things I've experienced. I also experienced the Orlando Informer Meetup um, on December fourth. Uh, it's been an event that I've been looking forward to all year. I bought my tickets in April. And I've always heard so much hype around these events. Let me just tell you, the hype is deserved. There's no catch. Those events are fantastic. And I'm going to talk about that probably in two or three weeks uh, because I think it deserves its own episode. And with that, I want to thank you all for tuning in to this kind of short episode. Uh, Not too long, not too short uh, of Relive the Magic. Thank you for your patience lately. Uh, I'll be talking about some more things like the movie uh, No Way Home and the show Hawkeye coming up here in the next week or two. Uh, I don't know if they'll be in the same episode. I think they will, but maybe they'll be in separate episodes. We'll just have to see how Hawkeye ends uh, to decide if it gets a full episode or not. Anyway, with that, thank you all for listening and have a magical holiday season.